the idea, the theory of us possibly living in a simulation. Yes, you heard it correctly. There are people, some very smart people, that believe that life itself might be like a video game and we are all living in this simulation controlled and being overseen by a higher being. So we're going to discuss that, go down the rabbit hole and get philosophical and interesting about that idea. Then we're going to delve into recent news of Candace Owens alluding to a possible presidential run, what that means, what that would look like, and overall where we're at with the political culture and the political sphere. And then finally, we're going to get into something from musician Pitbull and his thoughts on COVID-19, where things are in the country right now, and his uh, pretty vast knowledge of how communism works. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K-Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform. Type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. So, three different topics. Um... One is, I guess, in a sense, philosophical. You kind of go down the rabbit hole, lots of thoughts, lots of exploring going on in the mind. Then we have one that's a little bit in the realm of conspiracy theory, I would say. A little bit, but then when you see what's going on with government and the lockdowns, you got to ask yourself, well, how much of a conspiracy theory is it? And then one that's a little bit more straightforward in a possible Candace Owens presidential bid. What uh, what do you want to tackle first? Let's let, let's start normal and let's get crazy. <laughs> so right. we'll do Candace Owens first. All right. <laughs> oh man. So Candace Owens recently on her social media platforms alluded to the possibility of running for president. Um, Obviously, you have plenty of people that responded negatively to that news, but then you had plenty of people that responded positively to that news. Um, Based off of what you know about Candace Owens and the way that she is and how she operates, what's your take on a possible Candace Owens presidential bid? It would definitely be interesting, and I would uh, my eyes would be, you know, definitely glued to whatever it is that she's up to. Um, but I'm not quite sure yet because I think too, like as you get older and you see election after election, and, and I'm not talking just elections, but like the the season that is that year is you're always going to have a promising character, and 
depending on what, how they package it, it it, it could go somewhere or it can't. You know what I mean? I remember. Uh, and does it matter how promising the character is if it's rigged? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, that like, too. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. So so then there's that, but you know like from from I remember there was a point Marco Rubio was promising. You know, there was a point where uh, uh, Jindal, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember He Bobby was promising. Jindal, yep. I was like, okay, well, and then, boom, he's gone. Yeah. Uh, the, the What's that coward from uh, New Jersey? He's Chris a coward. Christie. Yeah. Yeah. But he's there switched, was a time, yeah. Up. yeah. But, but there was a time where I thought he was kind of going to be like maybe a Trump-esque type. Before yeah. Trump was Trump, I thought he was going to be that type of candidate. And then once you see the game plan unfold then you're like oh yeah this guy doesn't have it oh that guy doesn't have it like Cruz I think he's gaining ground in my in my opinion yeah. I think he gets it now I think he's went from politician to just kind of more like I don't give a fuck type shit and yeah. I think that you need you need a little bit of that you need character Cruz if if we are living in a world and in a time where politics matters and like legit elections can take place yeah. because as you know, and uh, as the listeners know, I still have my doubts about that. Like, yeah. like I, I, I sometimes wonder if some of these conversations are futile in the sense, like when we break down and analyze elections and yeah. like the possibility of elections, yeah. just because like, Man, just I don't know anybody that rocks with Biden. Like, who are these people that voted for this guy? Like, where are they? And is it really like that many of them that are out there? Because by the numbers that supposedly he won by, you would think that like people would be super passionate about him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there, there's definitely something missing with like the the layout of of how this past election turned out so i always whenever i do talk about you know how a a a candidate a candidate could do and and like how they would maneuver through the terrain of a presidential election yeah now i kind of also have these thoughts in 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 the back of my mind of like well would it matter you know, yeah, yeah. like, you know, does it does does it make a difference? And so in the realm of Ted Cruz being able to maneuver through a terrain in which elections are fair and legit, I think he's really solidified himself recently as probably in the top tier of potential yeah. right-wing candidates like from him opposing the certification of the election yeah to his how vocal and outspoken he's been about silicon valley yeah uh to his back and forth with uh AOC which like she's now caught up in that whole hoax debacle like he's really been a warrior uh, so, so yeah, I mean him, Josh Howley, like it really is 20 as we speak, 2024 really is 
Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump. Like that's yeah. that's it. Yeah. Like that right now, obviously that's subject to change, but right now they're they're those yeah. are the ones. And that's why this conversation about Candace Owens is interesting yeah. because if she does indeed run for president, and by the time we get to the debates and everything, you know, that's gonna take place, can she catapult herself to to a, a, a position like that? Yeah, then that's that's where if it's Trump, Trump's winning that. I, I think. But my thing is I wonder like But he'll probably But be see impeached. this is the thing and, and this is why these conversations are are very hard to have because Will they let him win? Like, did he really lose this election? Like, I, the, the way that I feel in, in my heart of hearts, based off of, like, the, the evidence that I've seen, just the the the, the craziness when it, 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 and, and yeah. the inconsistency in Wisconsin and in Georgia, um, uh, uh, Pennsylvania, it makes me – Michigan – it makes me wonder, like, or at least this is how I feel, like, they were so scared of Trump and everything that he represented and, like, that fire that he lit in people that I just I just don't think that it would be possible right now. And, like, I know mm-hmm. as, as gloom and doom as that sounds, it's just that's just how I feel. I mean, people... And and I've had debates with people about this and be like, oh, but like, you know, how big of an operation would that have had to been? He's like, but really, would it have had to been that big of an operation? You really just needed a few major polling places in a few major cities yeah. in four different states. Like, We're I not, mean, that doesn't. Yeah, that's not, that's not impossible. It doesn't mean doesn't doesn't. There's, seemed like it was impossible. There's episodes where we break down what the average car note is, what the the debt, the mortgage debt is, what um, how people spend, how culture is swaying things a certain way, why people spend the way they do. We always have looked at life, and as we get we got older, obviously backed by the information that we've seeked. We look at life from, in a way, economics, like an, an economic scope. Yeah. And so this makes no sense. Like the, the results didn't make much sense, especially now what we're looking at. Like we're looking at the, at the, uh, key, you know, the, the Keystone pipeline situation, the, all that. Oh, we're going to go green now. Let's let's unemploy the world here. Um, let's unemploy thousands of people. Like these were the people that were there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, these were the people that 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 were in certain parts of of uh, the states that I don't know. It just makes no sense to me that you would vote Biden. You know, it makes sense to me that Biden wins California. It makes sense to me that Illinois. But then when you look at Illinois. For for him being a rigid or a, or a bigot, racist, homophobe, everything that they call him, a place like Illinois was not that. It was actually competitive for Illinois. Yeah, like everything swung to the right. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So you mean to tell me in these key places, <coughs> it didn't? Yeah, 
come on, like that. And and again, because this is the type of shit that apparently could get you deplatformed nowadays. Yeah. But this is all speculation on what we seem to be looking. Well, no, what we're saying right now, well, we're speculating on whether or not it was rigged or not. Yeah. But but as far as Illinois voting more right than it did in Illinois voted more right in 2020 than it did in 2016. That's fact. That's not speculation. That is a fact. New York voted more right in 2020 than it did 2016. That's a fact. So that's my point is like, so these very left places even shimmied over to the right some yeah. So these places that that are considered battlegrounds, they 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 jumped to the left. Yeah. Nah, I don't. Then then Pennsylvania, like dude, dude is. F- You'd think he was part of Kiss. Or fucking, D twelve, <laughs> or with Drake, <laughs> like the way he was filling out an arena. You know what I mean? You yeah. you would think, dude, like was. Revived the Up in Smoke tour. Yeah. Had Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre. Exhibit. 50 Cent Exhibit. Everyone. The game. Just anyone from that era. And he said, I right, fuck it. Vote 2020. Because the way he was packing those things. You know what I mean? Like, what? Meanwhile, Biden, in most cases, couldn't even pack like a, 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 a grammar school gymnasium. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you look at that stuff. And... Again, the left, you know, they're they're just gonna ride with it, and the right, they'll question it but not do anything about it, and so this is where we're at. Yeah. So, it's like you see somebody like Candace Owens who has potential, and I think to be honest, the most interesting thing to me about the possibility of a Candace Owens run for president. Is the way that I could see her slice and dice on the debate stage. Oh yeah, especially that's her strength. Especially like a guy like Mitt Romney. Like I would love to see that. Like would like Mitt Romney be on that stage? Mitt of, Romney better not fucking run. Like oh yeah, I, there's no fucking way. He needs to know. it's it's funny it's funny you say that because you would think he knows but again you're looking at this like very logical and logistically but if we're looking at it from the position of these people may be willing to sway things a certain way to me Mitt Romney I could see a lot of people backing Mitt Romney because he is a Democrat in Republicans' clothing. So, yeah. based off of that, I could see it being a thing where you'd be like, oh, well, I have a chance to win because, like, I'm an establishment <coughs> piece of shit. So, like, I'm going to get, yeah. you know, he could he could probably get people from Silicon Valley. Because, like, imagine Biden does such, like, a horrible job, like, uh, undeniably horrible job yeah. where it's just like, yeah, Biden, Kamala Harris, get the fuck out of here because you guys are just awful. Yeah. Like, we like it, liken it to like Jimmy Carter's first term. Yeah. Well, his only term, rather. First and only term. And probably about as bad as Obama's first term, but 
but Obama, like, he he had a little bit, he had charisma. The economy was still, like, iffy. And then Mitt Romney, like, wasn't the greatest candidate to go against Obama. So you liken uh, a Biden-Harris term to that. So Mitt Romney might be like, all right, well, like, let me, let me get in. Yeah. And then the people that know that Biden doesn't have a chance to win, again, hypothetically speaking, because they might just rig it again. <laughs> but <laughs> but but the people that know that Biden doesn't have a chance to win, um, they'd be like, all right, well, let's let's rock with somebody that some of the Republicans will fuck with, or many of the Republicans, and because he's the Republican candidate, and then a guy that, you know, he marched with Black Lives Matter and all of this. He's but he's a, is an establishment hack. Yeah. So I could see Mitt Romney like off of that being like, oh, okay, well, I might have a chance to win here. Yeah. And yeah. so, would he win? I wouldn't vote for a dude. Yeah. Like I, I think I told you this not too long ago. We were having a phone conversation. That is probably the biggest embarrassment, like in terms of like who I voted for or what I've supported politically. Yeah. Because see the thing is I'm I'm a real ass dude. Like I'll tell people like I was wrong about certain things. One of the big things that I was wrong and I and I've talked about it on, on the show before. I mean I was younger. I was in high school but I still followed politics. Yeah. The Patriot Act. At the time I actually like rocked with the Patriot Act. Yeah. I actually thought okay well but again consider I'm a teenager I saw 9-11 like I wasn't like there personally physically there but I saw it on TV I remember that day so to me like I'm I'm living in this era and then also like following the news because of my dad and my grandpa and my mom so I'm living in this era where like terrorism is a real thing you know shit going on in Israel shit going on in, in Europe like all over the world in Africa we were attacked so i'm like all right well i get i guess like certain measures need to be taken in order for us to like be safe you know and at, yeah, the, time, yeah. at the time i thought that but i was a kid I, I mean i was a teenager fast forward i realized like how awful of a thing that was and and it was you know it, it was just it wasn't a good idea so i admit like some of the things that in the past that I've supported were not were not great. But also at the time, like I didn't do as much research as I do now and, and everything like that. You live and you learn. Mitt Romney, though, on the other hand, like that, like I'm embarrassed about that. Like yeah. with the Patriot Act, it's more of a, oh, well, yeah, I, I, I now see like why that wasn't a good thing. Yeah. At the time, it sounded good, but 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 it, it wasn't good. But Mitt Romney, but I'm not embarrassed about that. With Mitt Romney, that's an embarrassment. Like yeah. I'm embarrassed I voted for you. Like, and then it's so crazy how when you're into this shit and and you 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 research and you study and and you look at history and you juxtapose certain people to like great political candidates. Yeah. You go back and you watch a debate with Mitt Romney or see some of the things he was saying. Some of the things Paul Ryan was saying and be like, damn, how did I not see it? Like, how did yeah. I not see that? Like, 
well, again, we were much younger. We weren't as into this yeah. stuff. But it was like, man, low key, you were kind of a piece. You were kind of a scary bitch even back then. But yeah. like, yeah. Granted, was he still better than Obama? Yeah, I would say so. But yeah. but like, maybe maybe like half an inch better. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, they didn't have balls. The no. Republican Party didn't have balls for a very long time. And you know, and we're establishment. Yeah. Like I, I remember going back. I watched the debate between Paul Ryan and Joe Biden, which I think Paul Ryan. I still stand by the idea that I that Paul Ryan won that debate. He was a lot more composed. Yeah. Joe Biden was just like a, a, a uncle, like yelling at him. Yeah. But everything, uh, and granted. Biden was saying just as much bullshit, but but Paul Ryan, it was so bureaucratic, like yeah. no real solution. It's just government bureaucracy on top of government yeah. bureaucracy, and I guess that's why people didn't rock with yeah. that ticket. Yeah, yeah, because it, it it went nowhere. But that's the thing, like that's that's what you had and 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 honestly like the democrats they they lost their balls a long time ago because look if, if you were to tell you a think real so? i think the democrats have the most balls that i've ever the new democratic party the corporatist democratic party like 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 this AO, isn't to like me, the, the the aoc has so much so much balls and she's a woman yeah she lied about being at the capitol and like just not embarrassed about it like oh just, yeah, yeah balls in that sense but like when when your when your party gets taken over just the bitch has no shame at yeah, all yeah no shame at all but that's who they've always that's who they they are today they've always kind of been cowardly but like you're really like in cahoots with wall street you're really in cahoots with corporate corporations I thought you were against it. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. if your argument, like you didn't have the balls to keep your identity and see. Uh, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Like they are ballsy, but like they, they're they snakes though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, it's just whatever we can do to get to win. Yep. And see now the Republican divide. See, the Republicans didn't have balls in the sense of like, motherfucker, stand up. Like, what are you doing? Fucking like it's like it's like if you saw a friend like pussying out and you're like oh you could win this fight you kind of want to slap him you know yeah. like what the fuck wake the fuck up you fucking shake him like, I go like that's how I f- felt the Republican Party was now they're losing like there's a divide there's a motherfuckers that are uh, with the shits and I will say that about Candace Owens if she's with the shits yeah she's with the shits yeah all of the Trump like or or the Trump esque. Uh, people that won in the house, they're with the shits. Yeah. The lady, what's her, uh, uh, green, uh, the one that's, that's, uh, wants to <coughs> put forth articles to impeach Biden. She's with the shits. Yeah. She's down to play the same dirty ass game that the, that the left has been playing. But then on, but then you do have the establishments like Liz Cheney. Yeah. Fucking, uh, Mitt Romney, so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah, and to me, that's where you know. Uh, a and Candace- then you got the chameleons, like, yeah, like the ones that like they they 
they, they, their Rahm Emanuel, like the Republican version of Rahm Emanuel, like they tightrope walk. Yeah. Like, oh, does the political atmosphere say I could go this way or does it say I could go this way? Yeah. Which is like so unmanly. Like, yeah. pick a side, stick to it, and like, what are you going to do? And, and those yeah. guys, those are like the Rubios, yeah. the... Dan Crenshaw is starting to kind of yeah. fall into that shit too. Uh, Lindsey Graham, like all of those ones. And the only one that I still, until uh, until things become more clear, that I kind of give a little amnesty to is Cocaine Mitch because I still think like he's strategizing right now. Yeah. That's what I believe. So it, it's it's hard to really know. But time will tell. Time, time will tell time with will that tell, one. Definitely. But yeah. the rest of those, the rest of them, Nah. Yeah, and see that's that's where and and they'll and they'll run, and I'm not excited about that. See, Candace Owens, she yeah, has Cren- the right I, idea. I could see Crenshaw running. Yeah. Early on, I think he'll be. I'll, I think he'll be toast because I think what Crenshaw fucked himself up because he was he did seem like he was more of a of a of like the of the Trump sort of yeah. Republican. But now he seems like he's falling into the establishment. Like, yeah, he'll be toast. Like, yeah. they're not going to rock with that shit. I actually could see Candace Owens going further than Crenshaw yeah. in, an, in, uh, in an election. It'll probably be between... Well, she, we still got to... I, I still... See, it's easier when it's a politician because you know what you're getting, right? Cruz, for example. Right now, I give him the lead. I give him the... Not over Trump. Yeah. Oh, you're no, saying, not over Trump. You're saying, like, Trump removed. Yeah, Trump removed, you know, because I'm thinking he's getting impeached This when, on a sham impeachment, really. But I'm thinking with that, because they have him at the point where, like, they could eliminate him forever. And these people, I mean, call me a cynic, whatever. Like, I just see that they're going to get rid of it, like, immediately. Yeah. This is the scene in, in, uh, in It. When fucking he turns into a tarantula, and they fucking end dude. Like this is what they're gonna. That's how they're looking at it. So I think they're gonna make sure he's gone. I think though, like if if they move forward with that shit, and they do ultimately impeach him, I think, I think bad shit is gonna happen. Like I, I think there's gonna be an uproar. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the. You gotta understand, like, for this is. Mean potatoes. For most people, he was the first candidate ever that, like, p- most people could ever say, like, actually fought for them. Yeah. I know. The numbers say it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 100% well said. It's it's in the numbers. And so, so y- it's like the first time we had a leader that we actually, like, rock with because yeah. we've always respected our presidents. I, re- I respected who was the f- the the was it the presidents of my lifetime uh was it bush senior or we might have taken a little uh, like a a, a, a a smidgen of reagan yeah well, I mean, we we yeah. didn't really like we were just a we were just a child <laughs> so just a just just a newborn yeah yeah what was the last year reagan was in office actually yeah it might have been a smidgen of reagan but then but what it, for sure, for sure, Bush Sr., Clinton, Bush Jr., Obama, Trump. 
Yeah. Nineteen eighty nine. So two years. We were we were alive for two years for his presidency. Yeah. For a, Reagan. A smidgen. Yeah. Yeah. We So I don't count Reagan. We we were we were too young to we we were too young to invest. <laughs> I would have invested, but I was just a little boy. <laughs> you remember from, from uh, the water boy? <laughs> I would have gave him some water coach, but I was just a little boy. <laughs> just a boy. <laughs> yeah, but okay, so we had okay, so we had Two two great presidents in our lifetime. Yeah. Like great presidents. Yeah. Reagan and Trump. Great, and, yeah. Uh, and Bush and, had a good f- first term, but that was it. <laughs> never Bush derailed. had great ass ideas, but yeah. like nine eleven threw him off yeah. and then Dick Cheney got involved <laughs> and it was like it became like warmonger shit and then it's yeah, it it was but Bush had great ideas. Like Bush had the potential to be a a, a great ass president. Yeah. Cause yeah. and and to Clinton's credit, Clinton did set a lot of that up. Like because Clinton economically, things domestically were getting much better. Yeah. It's just that like dude didn't put no money into like foreign affairs and like it just yeah. Then yeah. you know the it, just the corruption and everything like that, but but he did set some good things up, and Bush was able to come in. I mean, if you remember, one of Bush's talking points when he was running was fixing uh, Social Security, which yeah. like w- imagine living in a world where like that's the problem you have to like worry about, which yeah. it is a big problem. I'm yeah. not trying to like undermine it, but it's just like. That's a that's a much simpler world. Like, all right, well, like things are good. We don't got to worry about forged elections. No fucking fake ass fugazi ass lockdowns. Yeah. Let's uh let's 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 fix a little bit of this social security. Yeah. That's <laughs> let's like fix it up. That's like like all the guys like they they fucking like built the office and everything. And you just get to go in your suit with your coffee. Be like, oh, yeah. all right, well, yeah. yeah, let's do this. Like, we need a new TV. <laughs> yeah, like that type of shit. And so he had the potential. But 120 Hurst. But people like in our generation, which is right now the working class, the people that are buying homes, the people that are starting families, like all of you know, all of these type of people. Before long, these will be the people that gotta have to start like worrying about retirement and stuff like that. We yeah. had a guy that came in and made buying a home easier. Buying a car easier, put more money. On average, what was it? The price be- of cars be- went down because of taxes. The the, the tax code. Uh, families had five thousand dollars more a year. Like, wow. And this is and and <coughs> this is how y'all gonna do him. Yeah. So the way it looks to the average person is like you're going after the guy that rocked with us. Yeah. So I mean. I don't know. I, I don't know how much people are really going to be willing to like bend over and just watch that happen, especially if the economy doesn't flourish, which it's not looking like it is. Like right now, we're still riding off of like the Trump shit. But yeah. like, I don't know, all of Biden's policies and the way they operate, I I don't see anything good in the future. $300 allowance if you have kids a month. What the fuck are you, you know? What? Yeah, that, that that's proposed. A $300 allowance for, for people affected by COVID for their children. A month? For how a long? A month. 
Like during they're, COVID they're still or working just period? Right now, supposedly, like, part of the stimulus package. To me, that looks like universal uh, um, basic, is, income. basic income, like the, a way to, to creep that in. We'll see. We'll see because to me, it's just looking like a lot of this shit is creeping up. Now you want the gun bill to pass where you're going to make people register their weapons. Yeah. Uh, when, oh, you can only have a 10-round magazine. This is illegal. That's illegal. Fuck out of here. Like, but people voted for that, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Supposedly, exactly. Yeah, so, like, people voted for, for, for all these things. And then, and then that's another thing, too. Why are gun sales, like, through the roof? Why is ammo so hard to buy? Who's buying the ammo? Who sway? <laughs> Who? Like, who's buying the ammo? Why are people buying ammo? Please. Like, a lot of the stuff just that makes no sense. It's like trying to make... I, I, I know what you're getting at. It's like, if all these motherfuckers voted for Biden, then you think that this guy is going to be, like, the great peacemaker, like, all things will be well. Why the fuck are y'all here buying, like, loading up a, yeah. a, an artillery? I don't know. Maybe I didn't vote for him. <laughs> yeah, and that, that it's it's like well, yeah, it, it's it's one of two things, both of which are not good for our prospects as a nation. Either shit was rigged, or we have some of the dumbest motherfuckers voting, and that to me this is, is a, scary. Which is a good question. What would you rather it be? Because. To be honest, I'd rather it be Dumb. rigged. Yeah. All rigged? The reason why I'd rather Jesus. it be rigged is because at least enough people like oh, in time yeah. could like fight <laughs> because they don't rock with this shit. Yeah. If people are dumb then we're like, heading it, it, straight then to the slaughterhouse. It's just like when are they like what's gonna make them smart? Because that yeah. was the other thing too. And like that's why again I am in a very like perplexing place because i was like i remember like the level of certainty that that i had in, in a trump victory and and again it wasn't because i rock with trump it wasn't because of any of that like i did like his character i liked all of that like a lot of people bash his character i didn't see anything wrong with it like i mean was he a saint absolutely not but most of these cowards ain't they just do their dirt in the in, in yeah. the shadows. At least dude was like vocal and like he kept yeah. it a hundred. Um but all the good that came and in one term, yeah, peace in the Middle East. I mean the, the list goes on, but but the things that affected people here, extra money, better jobs job options jobs started giving better benefits economy doing good and everything like was at all-time highs until the china virus my thing was like well who doesn't vote for that if yeah, you are going yeah. to vote so then my thing is like okay well the only people. thing that they have is identity politics which like was not working they, either. They let that bitch loose. That that yeah. that that identity politics pit bull. They let that shit run yeah, rampant. She, she did not work if you're looking at the numbers. And and it didn't seem like it worked yeah. because he grew with Hispanics and grew yeah. with blacks and everything like that. Well, 
Hispanic women, Hispanic men, and black men. Yeah. Black women still kind of stuck with with the leftism. Yeah. Um. For whatever reason, so with all of that said, it's like, well, who the fuck doesn't vote for prosperity? So my thing is, why well, this is why it's so perplexing because three point four percent are people that stupid? Yeah. Or did some funny shit happen? Because well, I, I COVID, mean, three four three point four percent death rate. We're all gonna die. Be scared. Be afraid. Right. I I, I get and I get that they swung that narrative. Yeah. But but dude, the 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 opposite side, Biden, didn't offer any alternative. Like you know, I yeah. I, I could get I <laughs> could get if people if he was like, well, my side has the cure for yeah. COVID or whatever. Like, 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 let's just say people were that scared and Trump was like, oh, well, fuck a vaccine, fuck Operation Warp Speed, COVID, never cared. And, like, you had all these scared-ass yeah. people out there. <clears throat> and then Biden is like, oh, well, I have a team and we're actively working on, on the vaccine yeah. and, and a cure and everything like that. And people were like, oh, well, this guy cares. And they went, but he offered no alternative. And, in fact, Warp once he speed. got to office, he pretty much came clean and said that like yeah. there's nothing we could do end of days <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna unite oh yeah yeah we're united yeah that's great oh and uh, operation warp speed is going great thank you donald like what the fuck like even that was trump's you know presidency set the logistics to that so to me it's just like it's but the stupidity could be the fact because like because and I think this is why the whole uh, voting from home and mail mail in voting was was key because maybe what they did maybe a strategy maybe a look into what what they were trying to do was let's go to low information voters let's have them sign on the dotted line let's like literally assist these motherfuckers that don't care all right boom all right here. All right, cool. Yeah, you too. Yeah, yeah. Biden, Biden, Biden. I could see that. I could th- then you could see why they were so adamant about mail-in voting. But then, if that's the case, if that worked, then then what's? Let's say that, and we've talked about that before. Let's say that 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 was what they did, and like it wasn't rigged. It's just that they fucking targeted all these people. Well, then why not make that shit why not make fucking mail-in voting the thing the way to vote and now you'll always win because you just keep doing that yeah yeah but it's it's but the thing is it's like just the way that shit was handled oh some some people were like oh just days after some people were like oh no the day of it's just it was this was this really that sloppy because you wanted it to be this sloppy because it, it leaves room for like just confusion. If you're confused, you don't know where the source is coming. Like what what happened? But again, this is this is the stuff that that you have to. It, it's like we ha- we've had this conversation uh, multiple times on the show. But the thing is, you can't have you can't not have this conversation when talking about candidates on the Republican side because the question does arise: What well, does it matter? Yeah, our our laws going to be placed to fix these um, discrepancies because what's like, going let's, on? Let's say they do the same shit again, like just mail in, you know, because 
who's to say COVID what was this is the year 19 the year before the election so COVID 23 <laughs> yeah. doesn't oh that shit's coming yeah <laughs> it's like oh fuck COVID 23 is here uh, god damn it fucking mailing Trump is gonna do the MJ I'm back fax yeah. that shit and I'm like oh fuck he's <laughs> back COVID 23 release <laughs> release it yeah like it's like okay and and to me that's that's Wuhan the province you did it again yeah <laughs> <laughs> And thanks to the folks in the Wuhan province. Yeah. Y'all did that. Nah, but like, yeah, like, and and, and the silly, the silliness that ensues, because at the end of the day, 99% survival rate. Um, If you look at the box for the masks, it says it does not protect from virus. So maybe it might stop some of the particles when you cough and sneeze. But I mean, imagine buying a condom that says some shit like that. You might have a baby. It won't stop it. Like, and well, condoms aren't 100%, but they're still way better than a mask. They're not 100%. That's why I don't use them. (laughs) (laughs) Man, there's babies everywhere. (laughs) It's like, I don't have any kids, brother. (laughs) Children. Great ass logic. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's like, dude, come on. Really? Really? Like, we have to, like, why, again, when I said this last episode, why is Florida not struggling that bad? Like, people get the virus, they recover, that's fine, you know? Yeah. Whoever has to protect, like, but but the thing is, if you had the swine flu, there's people dying from the swine flu. Like, there's going to be people compromised. I'm not saying be a douchebag and, and not, you know, if a store says it and they're a private store, wear the mask, wear the mask. They're a private company. You know, or you could be like, fuck that. I'm not shopping here. I'm going somewhere else. Right. You know, you have the choice. We live in a civilized society with laws and, 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 and again, people have rights. Businesses have rights. We respect those rights. That's fine. But once the government starts telling you, you have to do this, you have to do that. We have to be on lockdown. We have to, where's the limit? So, which is a perfect segue into the, the next topic of that clip that was circulating online with the musician Pitbull and him talking about how his family fled communism. So he knows the signs, he knows what it look, what it looks like. And also in that same breath, how much he appreciates opportunity and, and freedom and everything like that. And I feel like we're those type of guys. I was watching this um, interview uh, it was Jesse Lee Peterson and some guy who he's like a Christian socialist. And, you know, Jesse Lee Peterson was like calling him beta and, and shit like that it was real funny. But it, it was interesting hearing that socialist on there talk about like what he deserves, what he deserves, what he deserves and like what a job should pay and 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 all of this stuff. And that typically seems to be the mentality of socialist people yeah. is yeah. like they they have this entitlement mentality yeah. mentality of like oh well why should a boss pick my wages and this that and the third was like well you don't have to work there though like that's what you're yeah. not understanding like you're not forced to work there you could work somewhere else and or you could stop working there and develop a skill set and then work somewhere else and get paid more there's so many yeah. options and so <clears throat> 
it's like you take that and then you you compare it to like what Pitbull said about how he has the mentality and comes from a culture where if you just give me a a, a sliver of an opportunity, yeah. like I'm gonna I'm gonna take it and run I'm with on it. that ass. Yeah, and 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 it's great to do that. Like if if you know, I've, I've told the story of when I had a job and they didn't pay me what I wanted, they didn't give me the position I wanted, so I moved. I I left. I told them, give me a week off. I learned a skill. I called you up. You hooked me up. And that was it. And I, I was making more money. The first week, I was making more money. Like, yeah. welcome to America. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that you could, you could do that. There's people now with all this pandemic shit. They have more jobs now than they did before the pandemic. Because you know why? Because... Where there's a will, there's a way. And if you want to make money here in this nation, you can. And if you want to make moves, you can. And and by compounding those opportunities, you're able to do even more stuff. Because yeah. then you had got another job and I was working. And then we're like, okay, well, we have money. Start a podcast. Oh, and then time passed and you compound that. Oh, we have money. Let's buy some property, you know, and and so that's what I'm saying. And and so, and this is sliver of an opportunity from two guys coming from a place where supposedly they were oppressed, like supposedly like we're oppressed and like we, it's like a a oppression bill and and everything like that. But like, you know, you're, 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 you're making use of the opportunities. The U S dollar, no one's using it anymore. All right. Pay your rent in Bitcoin. Yeah. So, so it's like. Why do you, why do you make moves? Why do you switch up and and and, and like kind of not have your eggs in one basket? That's why. Well, because you never know. You know, our currency is fiat. You yeah. know, there's no gold backing it. There's no so if, if, if like our money is based off of the fact that we say what something is worth, right? Yeah. Uh, given the fact that the government is acting weird in 2021 and people decide, oh well, fuck it, secession. We're doing Bitcoin or something. You know, you just never know. Oh, okay. Well, then you could you could plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. But like you, you can only plan accordingly if you're prepared. Like preparation. Like, and you're never you you never know everything. Like like now I look at man, when I was 17, compared to now that I'm 33, I'm like fuck. I know so much more, and yet I know nothing, and I have so much more to do, mm-hmm. and it's like. That constant uh, want and will to grow will prepare you for 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 the obstacles that that life brings, and and I think that's that's all intertwined with what 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 uh Pitbull said, you know, mm-hmm. freedom. Like this is why I fucking love freedom. Like you could tell he he like freedom is is big. Freedom is his bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. You could tell he was passionate about that, and and that's why because. It's nice to be free, like really free, you know? Um, going through problems in life is so much better when you're free. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's like it, it's everything is better when you're free because like, you you have the the free range to, to move around in whichever way you want to move. Um, spend the time that you need. Like think about going through problems with no money and having to pay bills and having – do you even have time to worry about like yourself, right? And your mental state? Like, no, you you don't even have time to do that because you have to fucking survive right now. 
and and so I think that's what what makes this country so great, and that's why like he leaned on that so much. Yeah, and and also gave a a fair warning as to the signs that we're seeing now. It's like look at what they were able to accomplish with something in COVID that has such a high survival rate, literally able to get churches to shut down and businesses to shut down and just like uproot a whole, yeah. a whole system really like a whole economic system. He and, said Castro would be hot right now. Yeah. Pissed off. Yeah. And, and, and that was a very valid point because you think of everything that was encapsulated with the Cuban missile crisis yeah. and the sort of clear and present danger that that was and and the complexity of of getting something like that to to happen and then we this like people well we were able to do it like with with a virus that i i i'm not a conspiracy theorist like i agree that it exists but just i've never agreed that i mean i agree it exists and there and and early on I was I and you could listen to episodes for proof. No. I I thought okay, well we need to be cautious about this because yeah. we don't know what it is. But then yeah. as the information flowed, is all right. Well, this is definitely not anything to shut the world down for. Yeah, and even the first lockdown, you have an argument there. You have an argument in the sense of what the numbers were saying and all that. What potentially. Not what what they were definitively. What potential is that? Okay. Well, yeah. Remember, it was supposedly supposed. It was supposedly gonna wipe out three percent of the world. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. yeah. Nowhere near. And that's the thing. Like, well, you did you guys really bitch. know? Yeah. <laughs> did you guys really know the numbers? And, and, and to me, like, that's where you're like, okay. Are, are, and are then you when you the look one? at some of the policies and procedures that are in place to confirm a COVID death. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I don't know. That doesn't sound like dude died from COVID. Yeah. So. He was in hospice. You know, like some of those. He's already on his way out the yeah, door. Yeah. Like so, so some of the people that are dying from COVID, they weren't doing very hot. They weren't doing very hot. And so, yeah, I would, I would assume you didn't need COVID. You could have the flu and that shit would have probably wiped you out. You know? And uh, obviously, you don't want any deaths. That that weekend uh, in Chicago, where like ten people got killed, yeah. they got massacred, gunfire, killed in the middle of the street. All COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> COVID. That bitch was a gang member. Yeah, like come on. But 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 you look at this, and 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 it's an important point in history where you're going to get old, and you're going to. Well, at least I would be compelled to pick up, well, maybe one of my nephews, I don't know, like books or, or, or one of my friend's kids' textbooks, and you'll see how history isn't really history, right? Yeah. Like, I look at the 20th century, and this is not to say that the Holocaust wasn't a terrible, terrible thing or to downplay that the Holocaust, but... The, the Holocaust has nothing on communism. No. Nothing on communism. No. Why do the textbooks never talk about communism? Like, in the 20th century can tell you one thing is that communism doesn't work. And that communism is pure evil and has killed 
way more than the Holocaust. Yet, you don't see any of that in the books. When we grew up, none of that was the Holocaust. It was bad. It was terrible. We agree. And it's documented. Why is communism not documented in that way? So, all these historians and the history buffs, and the, like, y'all ain't shit, you know? And it's all political because you're friendly with the idea of it, so you're willing not to see the evil of it. And to me, this COVID-19 situation is exactly looking like what the, the communism is going to be like uh, for the 20th century, for this century. is like, we're going to just skip how small businesses were hurt, how people were unemployed, yeah. how how like the dynamics of everything changed because of a virus that was 99%. I, I, I would even venture to say that they won't even, they'll try to avoid putting that it was a 99% survival rate. Oh, yeah, they're not going to say that. You know what I mean? And to me, that's the the scariness of living in a society where you get to pick and choose what you want to remember, who you want to remember, how you want to remember them, how you want to remember the events. How do I know what I read was even true? Yeah. You know? How do I know? Because I had to find out from an, from as an adult or as a, in my late teens some of the shit that that these textbooks don't don't tell us about how do you know you're not living in a simulation oh <laughs> the greatest segue <laughs> yeah so um i recently watched a documentary called glitch in the matrix um i text you i i i told you to check it out when you get a chance um really interesting documentary a lot of you may have heard about this idea the theory that what we live in, what we know as life and the world around us is or can be considered a simulation. Like some people look at it like that. That's a theory. And so the matrix obviously explores that idea and somehow he's able to unplug from this simulation. Um, and then that's where you get the whole, uh, 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 po political, you know, the, the political ideas of red pill and blue pill and, and stuff like that, it kind of stems from that. So also this theory of us possibly being in a simulation is, uh, is circulating. Yeah. So in a book, I believe I read it last year. I know you read it too. Um, true crime addict, uh, how I Got Lost in the Disappearance of Maura Murray. Yeah. In that book, the author talks about how his friend would go on a run, same route all the time. And this one particular time, he's seen a kid from a distance that was dressed like from a different era. And it's like, he. I think if I'm not mistaken, he says he looked away and then looked back and then the kid was gone. And he talks about how his friend always mentioned that it seeming like there was like some sort of glitch that took place, like something yeah. that wasn't supposed to happen, <clears throat> happened. And based off of that glitch, the author was saying because of his investigation, sometimes he feels like he has these moments where there's like a glitch and, you know, that might provide a clue or whatever the case. Like the book is unrelated to this topic, but just that particular part of the book sort of explores that yeah 
uh, in the documentary, there they they have a clip of Elon Musk talking about how he is willing to entertain the idea that we're in a simulation, and the reason that he's willing to entertain that idea is because if you look at what video games were 40 years ago, you know, simple three, four geometrical shapes on a screen, pixelated, you know, little bit of movement. And then you look at what video games are now. If you account for any progression whatsoever, eventually we'll get to a place where video games are indistinguishable from real life. And in that documentary, it's interesting because it talks about like there's people that tell these stories and the stories they tell it makes you think about your own life. And I'm not sitting here saying that I believe that life is a simulation or anything like that. I just do really find it to be a very interesting and fascinating theory. Yeah. Um, and and Rick and Morty explored that yeah, in an yeah. episode. So obviously, like, obviously the Matrix, or even the, the concept of deja vu. Like I, like the other day, I uh, I it was a weird dream because I just dreamt that. I was washing clothes, but it was already part of like the the clothes was already washing, and then the water overflowed, and then and then the water was everywhere. So as soon as it happened, well, because I dreamt that. So as soon as it happened, and I heard the like, water falling, I was like, "Fuck!" And and you know what I said? I was like, "I dreamt that. Why why would I do something that I knew was gonna happen?" And then I'm like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And I'm thinking like, "How?" Yeah, and I'm, and it's like that's an interesting concept in that in that regard because in the Matrix I remember the deja vu like when the cat passed, yeah, and then uh, another cat passed and it did the same thing and then uh, Neo was like oh deja vu and then they they, were they like, realized because yeah, it meant something yeah, yeah like there was a glitch and oh the agents are coming or something like that so at which point an agent broke through my fucking window oh. and proceeded to try and kill me. No, like, no but like, it, it makes you think like, damn, um, what, what do we not know about our, our minds? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what, what's uh, real limitation? Like what, what do we perceive? Cause sometimes I look at also like humanity, right? Uh, and, and as you're as you're living your life, sometimes people make, at least from my observation, I've looked at sometimes people make mistakes that they should know better yeah. not to make, or life choices they should know better not to make. And you're observing it, and you're looking at it like, why would? It's like it's almost like you're programmed to just do this. Yeah. And it's like so then it makes you it, think like, why do why yeah, do people? Yeah, like how come? At what point would you not course correct? Yeah. Then it's interesting you say that because I liken that to like like a, a non-player character in a video game. You get you like an NPC. <laughs> so it's like, well, you know, like in for example, let's use Grand Theft Auto Three. So it's like you know the the people that would be around where the Yakuza were, and you're CJ. Yeah, and like you're just you're no three. Oh, three, three, three. with the mute. Yeah, yeah, nah, fuck CJ. Nah, <laughs> so the with the with the yakuza and like you're walking, and so it's just like a gun, a, a shootout, right? Yeah. And so the non-player characters they would like dive out of the way or like 
you know, but then after the shooting would stop, they would just stand up in that same place that they're at yeah. and continue walking rather than be like, well, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like the shooting stops and like things just kind of continue. Yeah. And then you shoot again and then they'll, they'll, they'll jump down yeah. and then, and then, and then until they get hit, they never really like run away. But it's like, why does it take you? Why does it take you to get shot to know you, you should get the fuck out of there? Yeah. Yeah. You liken that to some people, like the way that they act and, and they behave. Well, it's funny you say you say that because it reminds me of a part in the documentary where they talk about, think about certain athletes or certain people that like have it all. So like they work hard all these years and then they get to a moment where they do something like really stupid or like out of character for themselves. And it's kind of like they, they, they more or less risk losing it all. Yeah. And the guy that was talking about that, he's like, well, what does that remind you of? And then he's like, well, think about in Grand Theft Auto, like when you build yourself, you own these properties, you have a million dollars or more than a million dollars, and then you just get a bunch of guns and just go shoot and like massacre people. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you do that because it's a simulation. Yeah. But... You know, you're looking at it because you're like that because you're controlling it. But he's like, to me, when whenever he, well, this is what he was saying. Whenever he would see people like in high places do crazy shit, yeah. he always likened it to like doing something like that in Grand Theft Auto. It's like yeah. you built all of this, but for what? Because now you're about to just do yeah. some like crazy shit. Unspeakable acts. And so what's what's crazy is they also talk about this, which is a true story about some guy that stole a commercial plane. Yeah. And I guess like the the I, I I don't know like what department or agency it is that would like is able to communicate with the planes or whatever, but uh, they were communicating with him and he was talking to them and he sounds like a regular like nice guy, and and you know I guess they're trying to like be calm with him because it's dangerous he's by himself in a commercial plane yeah. just flying and he seems to be maneuvering it pretty well. And he's like, oh, yeah, like I've played I've played a few video games and he's like, I, I kind of have a hang of it or whatever. And then they're like, oh, yeah, because you're maneuvering it well, this and that. And like they're, they're trying to like kind of figure out what his plans are or whatever. Yeah. He never really like says anything. And then he just intentionally crashes into some place and that like kind of how you would do in a video game. Yeah. You wow. know, yeah, and, that's crazy. And, and, yeah. And so it, it it's just this idea that. What happens also if more and more people do start believing we're in a simulation? Yeah. Like that could get kind of dangerous because like not to say that the guy that took that plane believed that, but like what he did were the actions of somebody that like you do that shit in video games. Like have yeah. I, I know you've done it because I've done it yeah. in, in like Grand Theft Auto, was it Grand Theft Auto 5? take the plane and then just jump out of the plane yeah just to see what happens <laughs> yeah. yeah you yeah. know what i'm saying <laughs> and, and and it's like you you yeah. do that because it's like oh well this sounds like a premise to m night Shyamalan movie like where uh all there's shootings happening and then the the government is covering up that people know that it's a simulation so they sell it like oh dude was like he had a problem or was an incel or something but really it's like people knowing the truth so like fuck it 
Right. Like that's like an M Night M Night Shyamalan yeah. as like twist at the end. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit! Like it makes you want to, like, like delve into some shit like that. Like, oh damn! Like what 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 is the real reason people do things or the or they make certain decisions or say what they say? You know, there was there was a song. I think it was uh the last the last Kanye album. Uh, I forgot. I think it was uh. The one with clips at the end? Mm -hmm. I forget the name of the song. Uh, I can't think of it. Uh, Yeah. Damn, my friend. Use this gospel for protection. There's a long road to heaven. Jesus, uh, use this gospel. Yeah. Use this gospel. Well, in, in the first draft of it he re- like it, it leaked and i remember when he's like grand theft auto grand theft auto we in the game we in the game and i was like damn i love that line and then like he ended up like doing his own thing and this whole conversation reminds me of that like him probably reading up on that and thinking that like yeah and that's kind, kind of an of interesting concept throwing it in yeah, yeah. But, but uh but yeah like look at look at look at how we're building artificial intelligence yeah. Like the the fact that we're building artificial intelligence means that someone created us. Right. Like there's a you're or you're something. getting to the point where you're able to create consciousness. Yeah. So like who's to say that that level of consciousness after a certain amount of time can't be implemented in a game in like a world like Red yeah. Dead Redemption. Yeah. So imagine like what would like all these Red Dead Redemption characters think that like it's not a game that this is like real life in the West. Yeah, I mean, who's to say that that's not us? That episode where where uh, where Morty plays that game where he lives a whole lifetime. I don't know if you remember. No. And like the dude gets cancer and then gets a divorce, but then he beats cancer, and then uh. like he dies, and then Morty's like, oh oh. Oh, where am I? Who is this? What, uh, what, what happened to John? And then Morty's like, damn, you went to level this uh, on this guy's life? Well, imagine, like, you see a lot of gamers, like, they get so lost in video games that they don't really live their life. Yeah, you're right about you know? that. It reminds you of Inception. Remember Inception, that little room where people just escape their <laughs> life? <laughs> I laugh. I laugh because <laughs> that shit is too great. I laugh because because that scene, that 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 old creepy man in that room. Yeah, he always fight like. There's something creepy but funny about it when they go down there and <laughs> like, like he's a dope fiend. Yeah, and well, no, I don't think he's the dope fiend. Yeah, I think he's like they're like with the dope fiends. Yeah, and then and then and then uh, he's they're like. They're he they're uh they're like they so they just come down here to to sleep, he's like, he uh, or to dream and he's like, they come down here to live. Who are you to say otherwise? But like the way he says it, the fuck. Let me see if I can find that shit on YouTube. I remember that shit too, cause it because it, it was funny cause it, it kind of it kind of scared me. That scene scared yeah. me. Yeah. Just cause I was like, damn, like, you know, when when you go through shit in life, right? What's like and you're like really really under stress something at least for me that i've always found kind of like a relieving factor is going to sleep you know like okay i'm i'm fucking going through all this i'm tired 
let me sleep. And then when you wake up, you kind of feel better, right? Mm-hmm. Now imagine that they they give you a, a video game in which you're like, well, here you could pretty much do what like some Westworld shit. Yeah. Season one, where you could be a cowboy, you could be the fucking richest man in the world. Oh, I think I think I found you found it. Perhaps you will not want to see. After you. Right here. <laughs> 10, 12, what can I do? You see, he's like the only one that stands seven. up, the old man. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. So they're all dead they asleep. Three, four hours each day. You dream, Tom, with this compound? About forty hours each and every day. Why do they do it? Tell him, Mr. Carl. After a while, it becomes the only way you can dream. You're used to the dream, Mr. Carl. They come here every day to sleep. No. They come to be woken up. The dream has become the reality. Who are you to say otherwise? <laughs> that should always get to me for some reason. Yeah. They come to be woken up. Yeah, because because <laughs> who are you to say otherwise? But applying it to the conversation that we're having. Like some fat, out of shape gamer that like lives his whole life gaming. If he's like that logged in and that invested in the game, imagine a game that has real life where like you could have a girlfriend and drive a car and do do all the shit you could do in Grand Theft Auto, but like even more real. Yeah. It's like, it'd be the same thing. It'd be the same damn thing. Be like, man, he plays video games all, all, all day long. It's like, he's living his life. Who are you to say otherwise? Yeah. You know, like that type of shit. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, well, depression rate skyrocketing. Suicide rate skyrocketing. Um, in the 21st century? Marriage rates plummeting. Yeah. Child rates plummeting. Yeah, exactly. Testosterone rates plummeting. Like, this just, yeah. So, and we're in the 21st century, though. Like, in this room alone, we have three TVs, webcam, very quality speakers. You have a printer. You could print, like, you know, two scripts. True, two, two printers. But, I mean, we, we handle, but then, too, we mics. handle a lot of business, too. Like, yeah. and that's, and that's. You know, like the TV for research, the computers, the mics, the printers for business. Like, so that's what I'm saying is like. But there's the, there's Anthony Bourdain. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, it kind of reminds me of that Dave Chappelle bit. Mm-hmm. You have it all. Even like, like, like you said, we do a lot of, we, we, we do a lot of business, but we do what we want to do. Like we, we live our life really. Yeah. But I think. Well, I mean, you said it best with the like that the the joke from Chappelle, but like that depression that also comes from like a certain type of person. Like, not to say that Anthony Bourdain 
wasn't doing his thing because obviously like he was famous and like he was good at what he did but it's like somewhere along the lines i think people more or less lose their purpose and and i think that we at least right now i could only speak for like you know where we're at currently we have a vehicle that sort of always keeps part of our purpose going yeah you know in like informing people and stuff like that anthony bourdain like yeah he he was a chef and he traveled the world and all of that but like what was his purpose and mm-hmm. somewhere along the lines did he lose it and then also like drugs which yeah. kind of breeds questions as to like well why even get into that shit in the first place yeah. so there, there's a lot to it it's the type of, of person but like we can still see some shit like because like at, at what point do you become morgan freeman in seven or tommy lee jones in 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 uh no country for old men you know what i mean like you start seeing enough bad shit you know what i'm saying like in life that you're just like i don't want to say you become a cynic but you kind of you look at shit like damn did we really improve? And then it goes back to thinking like, do people learn from their mistakes? Do people know history? Is history doomed to repeat itself? Yeah. Why? Y- yeah. And I, I, yeah, no, because if you, you brought up seven and it's interesting that you brought up that particular character in seven, because the one thing you need to rem- remember about him and actually you, you could juxtapose it to the Tommy Lee Jones character in No Country for Old Men. Morgan Freeman's character in Seven, like, he he was, I, I don't know, what would you call him uh, a nihilist? Like, I don't know if, if he was really a nihilist, but he was definitely cynical about, like, the, the what the world had become. Tommy Lee Jones. Or, uh, I mean, uh, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Morgan yeah, Freeman. Yeah. Definitely cynical about what the world had become and sort of down about it. But some way, somehow, after everything that took place, if you remember at the end, yeah, he, and it's a spoiler warning. I mean, if you haven't seen Seven, mother of God, but <laughs> like, but, but still, just still give a, for, a, a fair warning. At the end, he kind of found that light again because if you remember at the end like he didn't end up quitting the job he's like i'll be around number one and number two he quotes ernest hemingway i think in the last line of the movie where he says he's like ernest hemingway once wrote the world is a fine place and worth fighting for he's like i believe in the second part so Still, with everything, he had that fighter in him. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So he admitted that, like, yeah, the world's probably like not that fine of a place, but it's worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of how like we would feel about like the country. Like right now, the country, you know, uh, uh, just like after this election, the way people are and everything. But if it came down to it, like we would fight for it. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's my point. Is like. Certain men have that thing where it's just like, well, I'll still fight for it, you know, and yeah. then, you know, whatever needs to be done can be done with time. With Tommy Lee Jones character, that was more about like coming to terms with like 
I'm I I'm no longer like in the game anymore. Yeah. But still, yet that's still a good place to be because you're coming to terms with reality. Yeah. See, and, and that's the thing. Like I think, like with a guy like Anthony Bourdain, like I can't speak to like why he did what he did to himself, but you kind of have to like find one or the other. Like when you get to that dark place, you have to either realize, well, I'm going to keep fighting yeah, because yeah, shit ain't the way that I want it, but I keep fighting and in time make it better. Or I realize that like, I'm not the same player in the game anymore. And doesn't mean that like, like I got to kill myself, but at least I'm coming to terms with, I can't do with what I once did henceforth no country for old men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I think what it is, is that like you get all of this, you get all of this, this angst and, and this depression and everything, because I I don't think people come to the terms that they need to come to with the world that they're in, yeah. whether it be one or the other, either, oh, shit is not right, but I'm going to keep fighting or yeah. this ain't for me yeah. anymore. It's, it's what made once upon a time in Hollywood, great it wasn't his best movie but it was that idea that you're flirting with like the look i came i saw yeah and i love you but maybe it's time to hang it up yeah and 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 it's it's those are actually like you know crazy coincidence that like you use those two characters but it's kind of where i think a lot of people are right now with where they feel with the country, it's like things are not good. I'm willing to fight, but if things get so bad, it might be time for me to realize I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. You know how people in Venezuela felt one time. Yeah, it's like you know to fight at a certain point, but at a certain point, it's just all right. Well, I got to get the hell out, but you got to know what you're gonna do. I think when people make that decision to off themselves, like Anthony Bourdain did. I think that kind of has to be, I mean, I don't know what it's like to be in a place like that, but I I think it has to, at, at least to a certain degree, consist of, I don't know what to do, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. I, I think, um, I think that's, that's, that's how it is. But, um, crazy. Yeah. Well, that's our week, our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Uh, Remember to listen to us on all major podcast platforms. And if we talk about something you know someone would be interested in, share it with them. We're out. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.